Welcome back to the Trav and Rigney Show. What's up, everybody? What up? I like this song. Yo, do me a favor. Me? Yeah. What? Something to me is super loud. And by something, I mean everything. Everything inside my headset is very loud. Is it? Yeah. Thanks, buddy. Is is that good? Yeah, it's way better. Sorry. Um, I because I went, I was like, "Welcome back," and I was blew my own eardrums out. Normally, people say, "Turn it up," like like Eminem does. Turn it up, or like he says, like the the snare thing, like right? Doesn't he? Yo, say that? where's my snare? Like I ain't got no snares in my in my <laughs> headphones. Like, I ain't got no snares. I'm pretty sure he says that. Something like that. I'm where's not. My, where's I'm my not, snare? Not well versed in the. In the no, M&Ms. I'm not either. I love M&M's though. And Peanut. The, I'll usually eat any kind of M&M. Peanut M&M's are the best. They're the only ones worth eating. Yeah. Reese's Pieces. Those aren't really M&M's, but yeah, that's just a different thing now. Yeah, but now we're just talking about different things. They're the same candy kind of canes. Thing. No, see, they're not even close into the same category. Bread. Okay. You're just being stupid now. I'm being stupid. Stupid. Okay. <laughs> Uh, week fifteen is here, but is it though? It it is, and it's almost gone. But at least we got an extension. Yeah, we have football like every day this week now. Yeah, because football the... on Thursday, football on Saturday, football on Sunday, football on Monday, football on Tuesday. Just no Wednesday and or Friday, and then again on Thursday. But that's the next week. So here's the thing: the a couple of teams had some wild COVID outbreaks. The NFL previously stated during the offseason, although I'm seeing a lot of backtracking, like <clears throat> declining that they ever said that, um, the NFL had stated, or it was leaked or something, a report came out that the NFL was saying, if teams were not able to dress or not able to field the full team because of a COVID outbreak, they were to forfeit. They were not going to be postponing games, rescheduling them. However, in week 15, that is what we're doing. Because <laughs> that's what the NFL is. Isn't that funny? It's a joke. Um, the Eagles and the Washington football team are one of those games. The Raiders and the Browns are moved to tomorrow night at 5 p.m. The Eagles and the Washington football team is Tuesday at 8. As well as the Seahawks and Rams. Yeah. What time is that one? Same time. Oh, okay. Yep. So that's what we have. It's. I mean, there are some things that annoy me about that, right? Like... They now should. The Eagles have to play a team that has COVID running rampant on them, and that could be bad for us. Um, this also means we have a shorter week to prepare for the Giants next week, which is kind of obnoxious. And also, the the rules, the rules were the rules, man. Like you follow COVID protocols, mm-hmm. nobody gets sick. You have your team's healthy all year. You don't have to worry about this. Or you don't follow follow COVID protocols. You get a COVID outbreak, and you have to forfeit games. That was supposed to be what it was. For some reason, the NFL was like, not this week. Going to let these teams off the hook this week. My other problem here, right, I'm going to really lose my mind. Could you imagine if Philly has a COVID outbreak, like, tomorrow? <laughs> then what? Now we have to forfeit because we yeah. can't play the game on Tuesday? Right. That will be... They will, are they going to postpone it again? Because yeah. they can't, right? I don't think so. No, the Eagles will have to forfeit. Or they'll... They push the whole wild card weekend back a week. I was going to say, or they make both... They just give both teams a tie. That would be awful. 
I can't think of which I can't think of which scenario would be worse. Like you don't want to, you don't you don't, you don't want to forfeit, right? So that's the worst one. You don't want to take a loss. So yeah, I suppose I would rather the tie, or they just cancel the game. Could you do that? You think? Um, and 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 do and do playoff bursts based off of winning percentage, or that would not be fair, right? Because they have less games. I think that would be unfair. Yeah. So they they should give it to the Eagles if that were to happen. Why is that? Because they were ready to play the game when it was originally. Yeah. I agree. I just wanted game. to hear somebody else say it. I, any because anything that comes out of my mouth about it is sour grapes, right? Because I'm an Eagles fan. But players from these teams were were real upset on Twitter, like tweeting at the NFLPA and stuff. Like they were not happy with this. Yeah, like Baker Mayfield was doing it from the Browns, and uh, there was a couple other guys too. And Baker's like, "We have 20 dudes on COVID, like IR. Yeah. There's no way we should have to play this game." No, he wanted it rescheduled, though. Yeah, but that's that's not how it's supposed to go. Like, you don't have people ready, then you will forfeit Baker. But, but that's what I'm saying. Like, and it 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 did get rescheduled for them. Yeah, like, I know. But I guess what I'm saying is, there were players who were upset, but they were on opposite ends of the spectrum with that because Baker wanted Baker Mayfield wanted the game rescheduled. Oh yeah, I know, I know. And then you're saying Eagles fans, yeah, Eagles, Eagles players, players were, were saying, like, yeah, no, they have to forfeit. Right? No, I know. I'm just saying that the the like Baker was like, oh yeah, like there's no way we should play this game. Yeah. No, you shouldn't. You shouldn't for the the most basic safety reason, which is now you're putting another team that doesn't have a COVID outbreak at risk. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that is neither here nor there. Uh, did we talk about the Chiefs Chargers? We did talk about it. I mean, because we were watching it as <laughs> we recorded say, it. In passing, but the Kansas City Chiefs and the Los Angeles Chargers of Anaheim. That's not. Nope. That's not how that goes. The, the Thursday night game got it got wild, right? I was complaining about Pat Mahomes, who had four fantasy points with nine minutes left in regulation, and he ended the night with thirty five points. Yeah, he uh, threw four hundred and ten yards, three touchdowns. He did throw a pick though. Yeah, he had a fumble loss too. Kelsey ten receptions, hundred and ninety one yards, two touchdowns. Hill had twelve receptions, hundred and forty eight yards, and one touchdown. Could you imagine if they had a third player? Yeah, right. To throw the ball to, they're just missing Sammy Watkins. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. Sorry, I'm just going to make that stab at Bart Scott every time I think of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the Kansas City Chiefs did win this game in overtime. 34 to 28. Uh it was a it was a barn burner. This was a this was a fun division game to watch. Not fun for the first 3 and a half quarters if you had Pat Mahomes in fantasy, but <laughs> fun after that because then he murdered it. You looked at me at one point and this might be on the show, I can't remember, but you looked at me at one point and you said, like, I might be overreacting here, but I don't think I am. If Pat Mahomes continues to play this game how he's currently playing the game, I might have to consider benching him for next week if I even get past this week. Yeah. Not an overreaction. Not an overreaction. Just... It just didn't it didn't turn out that way. He ended up having a very good game, which makes it even worse a decision if I do make it into next week because now I have to decide... Am I risking it and putting Pat Mahomes out there and hope that he has another game like that, even if he only has, you know, if he's doing minimal into the fourth quarter and then he just destroys at the end? Jeez. Or do I start somebody else? I don't know. I don't even have anybody else to start, buddy. I have no quarterbacks on my roster other than Pat Mahomes. You can pick up somebody. Yeah. One of the, like, the third backup people on the Washington football team. Yeah, the free agency got, <laughs> got cleaned out this week, uh, thanks in large part by uh, my co-host here. He went he went full on preparing for the off season in this in this free agency week. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so what happens when you get eliminated from the playoffs in a you know <laughs> terrible way, depressing way, is you just was like, okay, you know what I should do? I should just pick up anybody that could be considered a keeper for next year. Yeah. So I picked up Travis Etienne. I picked up uh, I picked up Trey Sermon. I picked up Juju Smith Schuster, and um, that's it. Trey Sermon, didn't you? I thought you picked up Mostert. I did, but then I saw once you dropped Sermon, I dropped Mostert and picked up Sermon. Yeah, good move. Thanks. Though I, I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know who's going to start there either, but I just figured go with the rookie. I get. But I, I mean, mean, he's not a rookie, but he. I mean, he is now. He won't be next year. Is what I'm saying. My also, Leonard is, Fournette is ruled out for the rest of the game. Oh, jeez. Bucks are having a rough go of it. My guess is Mitchell will be the starter next year, um, but I don't know. What do I know about the 49ers' backfield? They're starting a wide receiver running back, so like, what do I really know? About <laughs> I know the 49ers? Debo's going to be the starter there next yeah, year. I was like, I don't really know. But um, Moving along, sorry. The, the, the Patriots and the Colts played on Saturday night, and I actually... I, I was really enjoying this game, and then I fell asleep with Liam watching it. And mm-hmm. I woke up, and the Colts had won the game, but the Patriots came back, right? Because they were winning by a decent amount, and then the Patriots must have come back. I missed all of that. The Patriots started coming back a little bit towards the end. Um, at the end of the third quarter, it was 20 to nothing. Yeah, jeez. And then in the fourth quarter, uh, the Patriots scored 17 points, and then Jonathan Taylor... Scored a uh, 67 yard rushing touchdown to kind of put yeah, the nails in the coffin there. I saw that um, Pittman was ejected. I heard it was not not a great call. Yeah, I didn't see what that was about. I'm going to be honest. I didn't watch this game until the fourth quarter. Yeah, I didn't, I, and you watched everything before that. <laughs> yeah, uh, I I, I want to say I probably fell asleep a little before halftime. Uh, I I didn't see until after the fact that Pittman got ejected. Mm-hmm. I, I so I also don't know for what. But I heard, or when I saw on Twitter that it, people were just outraged with the call to eject him. Yeah, I, like I said, I I didn't see it either. But well, moving along, the the Arizona Cardinals with the shocker of the week dropped a game to the Detroit Football Lions. I don't know what happened. I was checking in on this game like periodically, as a Cardinals fan would. Yeah. And they just weren't doing anything. They couldn't move the ball at all. And no. it, it looked like the Cardinals just did not show up to play whatsoever. No, they, they, it seems like the, you wouldn't think this way, right? Because it's the opposite energies. Usually when you have a team that's a number one or two seed going into the playoffs and a team that's bound for the first pick in the draft, mm-hmm. you would think the team with, that's the, has the worst record is a team that's going to have the lowest energy. But it was the Cardinals who seemed to limp into this game with no energy at all. And the Lions are playing like their lives depended on it. Yeah, they didn't do anything. It was really depressing. And they're missing pieces too. Jared Goff was on fire. It's just weird. And I can't say... I know that they're missing Hopkins, the Cardinals. Mm -hmm. But they were winning games without Hopkins or Murray. So it's like, what is happening in Arizona right now? They seem wildly inconsistent. Yeah, I don't... Maybe they was this one of those like they slept on the Lions kind of thing like or they were coming off a loss and I felt like they had an easy one coming into Detroit. I think I'm that's that's the route I'm going. I think they they really just slept on the Lions here and 
They just didn't show up. That's what happens. This was a trap game. So the Lions didn't just barely win this game. It was tw- it was thirty to twelve. Yeah, not a great showing for Arizona. Pretty awful. But yeah, Jared Goff went ham, Sandy. He had twenty one. He went twenty one of twenty six for two hundred and sixteen yards passing with three touchdowns, zero picks. And I don't know who this Reynolds dude is. Josh Reynolds. No, no, no. Different Reynolds? Running back. Oh. Yeah. Because I thought it was Josh Reynolds at first, too. And I was like, oh, wait. No, this is a running back. 26 rushes, 112 yards. Jeez. That, that annoys me, buddy. I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> because that should be DeAndre Swift in there. Getting 26 carries for 120-something yards. He should be coming back, right? Or do you think they're going to oh, shut him know. down for the season? Because the Lions have no shot to do anything. I think if they were going to shut him down for the season, they would have just did it when they shut down Hawkinson for the season. Is he on IR? Hawkins and I are, yeah. No, uh, Swift. No, he was just out. He was oh, okay. questionable all week, but he had zero projected. I didn't know if they put him on short-term IR, which is three weeks. No, I, not that I've seen. Okay. Um, he, I knew he was out, though, because whenever a guy like in fantasy has the questionable tag, but yeah. he has zero projected, you just know he's not yeah, playing. he's not going to happen. Um, same thing with for... Actually, no, Mitchell had projected points all week. Hopefully, I get some running backs here if I beat Cody this weekend. The... Uh, Dallas Cowboys beat the New York Giants, which really isn't saying a ton right now because Jake from State Farm uh, played quarterback at one point in this good, game. Good joke. But... You like that? <laughs> uh, Mike Glennon was awful. and I think he got hurt or did he get benched? I he don't got even... benched. Yeah, so Jake came in. He was in the game, I think, for three whole quarters and threw less than 100 yards and three interceptions. It was bad. He was ha- he was not having a good showing. No. Um. The- I've been hating on the Dallas secondary with you know Trayvon Diggs having so many interceptions and stuff. But I, what I will say about the Cowboys defense, aside from Micah Parsons being unbelievable, is that they're very opportunistic. When the ball is in the air, like it gets batted or or something gets tipped, they are all over it. So yeah, they surprisingly have been playing really well the past few weeks. Yeah, their 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 defensive ball skills are they got to be like in you know top five in the NFL right now. And w- which is great for them because their offense has actually been playing worse than yeah. expected. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. I I, I want to say a lot of this is, is hinged on Z just not being the same guy right now. They cannot get the same run game going, so Dak cannot get the same play action going. When when they're both healthy, they need to play Pollard over, over Zeke. Yeah. Like, even if they're both healthy. I think Pollard's just a better running back. He's more explosive, even with his plantar fasciitis. Which mm-hmm. I have no idea what that is. I hear it all the time. I have it. What is it? It's like my t- my my fascia's torn. What? Is, I don't even know what that is, though. It's this it's this tendon right here that runs right there. And it's just just torn forever. Well, it can heal, but it takes a while. <laughs> how do people play that? I don't understand how he even plays. I want a beer Olympics with it. <laughs> that's not. That's <laughs> not a. That's not an achievement, buddy. Really? I'm sorry. I got my name on a trophy. That's not an that's not an athletic achievement, I mean. Uh, it's a great achievement, just not an athletic one. I was allowed to draft Beer Fest as a sports movie, so <sighs> let's not get into it. The New York Jets lost to the Miami Dolphins today. Let's not get into it. The <laughs> Carolina Panthers. <laughs> it was it was fine. I wish the Jets would play like a whole game of football. It'd be dope. Yeah, they were they, doing they came out to a fantastic lead. Um, Braxton Berrios, I picked him up for my fantasy team because I was just like, oh, all my wide receivers are dead or hurt. So 
You picked him up, and he had a two-yard touchdown run, which I was just like, okay, I guess we're scoring touchdowns. Do you have dead wide receivers? No, Hopkins died. Oh, Hopkins, okay. And then uh, and then uh, Waddle has the COVIDs. Oh, my God. I thought you were going to make such a terrible joke. No. I'm like, Do you have dead wide receivers? Well, <laughs> I had one. Nope. No, not no, him. Not going to do it. He's okay. Sorry. And then I have Antonio Brown. Oh, sheesh. Who got suspended for faking a COVID vaccination. <laughs> So yeah, the stupidest. I got a really good group of guys on my team. Oh my god, this is the stupidest thing to ever get suspended for. Not saying he shouldn't have been suspended, but that's a stupid thing to do. And now also you're suspended for it, you idiot. Yeah, uh, Zach Wilson looked okay in this game. He made he made a a couple really good plays, getting out of the pocket and running around. Uh, the Dolphins' blitzes are insane. The Jets couldn't pick any of them up, and Zach Wilson was um. He was just under pressure all day. Yeah, this is... I mean, you guys ran into a real, real hot Miami team. This is, what, six in a row for them that they won? Yeah, I was going to say yeah, it's either six or seven. So it's like... I mean, the the Jets have... Obviously, you've nobody's watched more minutes of the Jets than you probably this season. Uh, I think I watched more than Joe Douglas has. <laughs> they, have, they obviously have their ups and downs, and there's obviously bright points, and it's just... They played against a real hot Miami team, and they did pretty well. I watched a bunch of different parts of this game, and by that I mean I watched them on red zone a bunch today, which is a good sign, right? If you see a team on red zone a lot, yeah, because they're the ones in the red zone and not the other team on their defense, mm-hmm. uh, that's usually a good sign. So I was because at one point I thought to myself, Rigney either really hates this game right now, or he's he's pretty happy with what's happening here. Yeah. So I don't know. Normally I'm like. I'm like, okay, the season's over. Like, why am I rooting for wins? Can we just, can we just keep losing so we can get better draft picks and stuff like that? But honestly, like, we already have the quarterback, so I don't care about getting the number one pick. However, Aiden Hutchinson would be nice as a pass rush. So, yeah. I mean, if we can get him, I'm gonna be pretty pumped. Um, but anyway, what I'm saying is, I really just want to see the team improving yeah. throughout these last few weeks here. Yeah, Which I'm, isn't going to happen. I mean, we have the Jaguars next week, and then after the Jaguars, we have the Bucks and the Bills. Yeah, I mean, so if we lose against the Jaguars, we could very well get the number one pick. I was just going to say, but you could you could see the improvement you're looking for though. If they play those the Bucks and the Bills, you know, they show up and actually play football, and it's a close game or whatever. Keep it within a touchdown. Mm-hmm. There's you're going to see things that you're probably pretty happy with as far as progression is concerned. Hopefully. The Carolina Panthers lost to the Buffalo Bills, and in not a joking way, but it was almost funny that the Panthers kicker hurt himself in pregame warm-up. Not like doing something unnecessary, right? Yeah. As, as kickers do, practicing kicks before the game starts, mm-hmm. and he looks like he strained a quad. Did, he immediately held the quad and hit the deck. So the Panthers didn't have a kicker, and for the... for 45 minutes leading up to the game start time they had they literally held open tryouts with players on their team on the field <laughs> to see who could kick actual and then i kept thinking to myself like don't you have a punter though like I, and the answer was no one because they scored two touchdowns and they went for two <laughs> two-point conversions i don't ever understand how like do you have a punter isn't the punter prepared for these situations isn't that why you, you you'd be surprised dude some punters don't kick field goals at all and then there's some people like Pat McAfee who tried to get drafted to be a kicker 
And then the Colts drafted him, and he's talking to the GM, and he's like, I'm a kicker. I don't know. You guys have Adam Vinatieri. I don't know why you guys drafted yeah, me. Yeah. And he's like, oh, we drafted you to punt. He's like, sir, I've never punted a day in my life. <laughs> and he's like, you'll, you're, you're going to be fine. You'll figure it out. And then, and then he said that he went outside with his dad and then just started punting, punting a football. I wonder, I wonder like what the, what the first thing he did, like, did he think he YouTubed how to punt, right? Like what's he the, probably just went out and just started kicking just to see, just to see if he could punt, uh, or what the first one looked like. But then in, I remember like 2009, the Jets had Jay Feely, uh, as our, as their kicker and he came in and he punted oh, okay. when the punter went down. Even like earlier this year, we had a um, we had our punter get hurt, and then the kicker came in and punted, and he had some monster he had some monster punts, but no hang time, so that they were just like relax. Do you know why I always think the punter should just always be the backup to the kicker? It's because on Madden, their rating is based off of kick power and kick accuracy. It's yeah. the same. So even I mean, they, you think it would translate pretty yeah, easily, but I guess it doesn't. It's like two um, different sports for these guys. I don't get it. Yeah. So uh, the. The Panthers went to this game. They didn't have a kicker, so you knew it was going to be bad. Uh, and in fact, I think the line changed right before, actually, right because, uh, or at least one of the stats did on the underdog app that we used changed. Mm-hmm. And I can't even think of which one it was now because I was trying to submit one for the Panthers game, and it said it had changed while I was trying to submit it. Said yeah. that line changed or whatever it was. And I was like, "What?" And that, and then like I'm watching it on on the Fox pregame show, and I was like, "Yeah." Panthers kicker hurts himself pregame. <laughs> like what? Yeah, that's unheard of. Um, the yeah, Houston- so the Bills won thirty-one to fourteen. Oh, gee, I didn't even say the score of the game. Just talking about the kicker. The uh, Houston Texans played the Jacksonville Jaguars in what probably what is going to be another toilet bowl game two weeks in a row. <laughs> um, and the Texans won. They started this game with a defensive touchdown. Can I say something? Say it, Robinson. Did you know he's good? Yeah. They should play him more. They didn't play him today? I was curious about how that was going to oh, go. Oh, no. They did. And he proved that he was good. Oh, okay. Yeah. He so, had eight, 18 rushes for 75 yards and a touchdown, three receptions for 13 yards. Yeah. Weird. I mean, he didn't have like a, a Jonathan Taylor day. No. But like, that's more production than the Jaguars have seen for the last month. I was going to say, I mean, what do you expect from the guy? You haven't played him in, in three weeks. It's crazy. Um, Trevor Lawrence didn't throw a pick today. Super mad about that. Yeah, me that too. On my, on my prop. <laughs> uh, as soon as I heard today, um, the the Jacksonville Jaguars can't officially start looking for another head coach until next Monday. I don't understand why. Uh, next Monday? Yeah, I don't understand That's why weird. they can't. Okay. But the the leading candidate right now, or the report is that the Jacksonville Jaguars are going after one of their own, Byron Leftwich. I was just going to say Byron Leftwich. You know what? He's deserving of a, yeah. of a coaching job. Also. Byron Leftwich is the offensive coordinator for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Byron mm-hmm. Leftwich played a bunch of years in Jacksonville, and he was decent. Yeah. So, I mean, this is a nice fit. He's going to bring in, you know, what he learned from Tom Brady, which is hilarious to say that right. an offensive coordinator learned a lot from his starting quarterback. But it's true in this case. He's it is gonna, true. He's going to bring a lot of what he learned to a very young Trevor Lawrence if he's hired. But to be fair, Byron Leftwich was doing pretty well with like Jameis before yeah, he yeah. got there. Yeah, he's a young guy. He's going to be. I think he's going to be a great hire. I think he's another him and Kellen Moore, right? Two guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, Byron Leftwich had a better career than Kellen Moore did, but Kellen Moore is another. He's going to be another hot name here in the offseason. The Cowboys' offensive coordinator. Another yeah, young. Yeah, I, I think so too. Another young former NFL quarterback. The Tennessee Titans and the Pittsburgh Football Steelers. 
So who? Football Steelers. They the they Pits- steal footballs? The Pittsburgh Football Steelers, dude. So they're the- they're the thievery based around no, footballs? No, this S-T-E-E. Lures. Oh, okay. <laughs> See, you confused me there because it sounded like they stole footballs. Yeah. No, they're just they're just they just make football steal. Let's talk about the game. We should talk about the game. The the uh Tennessee Titans um look terrible. They may have a problem at quarterback. They may have a problem everywhere. <laughs> is that, I was gonna say am I, is that an over exaggeration that the Titans may have an issue at quarterback? I mean I think a little bit, only because they have nobody. Yeah, they don't. I mean, Derrick Henry obviously is gone. Foreman has stepped up nicely in in that role, though. 22 rushes for 108 yards. He's definitely getting production. But, um, like, you know you have nobody when you're throwing to everybody. If that makes any sense, yeah. right? It's almost like the Bill Pars- Parcells thing where he's like, if you have two quarterbacks, you have zero quarterbacks. Yep. Um, Ryan Tannehill completed passes to... 10 people today yeah that's a lot that's a lot it's a lot of people that's it's actually crazy that you have 10 pass catchers available to catch a football on any given day right because that's including tight ends i'm assuming Mm -hmm. and running backs i guess that number is not outrageous two running backs three tight ends three tight ends three tight ends sheesh ferkser swam and pruitt man he does have nothing out there somebody caught a pass their name was mcmath For negative one yard, McMath. Yes, McMath. That's what you get for having a name like McMath. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So it, it's tough for me to just throw all blame on Tannehill with uh, the fact that, I mean, Julio Jones was in this game, but he got hurt. He he was ruled out with a hamstring. He never caught a pass. There's a surprise. Yeah. His his career is crazy, man, because in his peak, like there was no peak higher, right? Yeah. Like it, it's very arguable that he could have gone down as one of the best receivers yeah. to ever play the so game. So dominant. And but his valleys are just so low. Yeah, I mean he, it's the latter portion of his career he just took a lot of injuries, um, and he just seems to just not recover well from them. He misses a lot more time. He gets hurt more frequently. Mm-hmm. Um, nobody denies that the guy was an absolute freak, but that time appears to have come and gone for Julio. That no. sounds crazy to say. No, I mean it, it's it's definitely gone, but. I didn't watch this game, so I don't know how this stat became reality. Uh, Chase Claypool had zero receptions for 12 yards. Uh, now, I'm assuming it's something similar to what happened in the Jets game that I kind of forgot to talk about. But in in the Jets game, um, they had this play drawn up where Jamison Crowder ran across the middle of the field. Zach Wilson threw him the ball. And then he threw the ball back to the line of scrimmage to Braxton Berrios, who then ran 26 yards. So he it, the, catching the ball initially is where he gets this, the yardage from, just no reception because it ended up being a run. Right. So, yeah. So, basically, like, Braxton Berrios has, a t- like, 26 yards receiving, but no reception on that play. Yeah. So, I'm assuming something like that happened. Maybe. <laughs> but uh, I didn't see it, so I don't know how it manifested. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I was gonna say, you know, good for Chase Claypool and not um and not looking like an absolute moron this this uh Well I didn't say that. I didn't say that. Uh, well but the point I'm making is he couldn't have looked like a moron because he didn't do very much. So if you don't get the ball a lot, they don't let you uh you, you can't celebrate if you don't have the ball, I guess is what I'm saying. That's fair. 
He did uh, have a rush for seven yards, though. So. Ooh, I'm surprised he didn't get a delay a game or something. Ben Roethlisberger did his best Jerome Bettis in the uh, I saw that. He had He had three rushes for zero yards and a touchdown. Yeah. <laughs> the... Um, there was a the pretty pretty wild ending to this game though. The Titans on fourth down, um, they threw it and it looked actually honestly it wasn't really that crazy. It was crazy because if they gave him the first down initially, right? He ran he ran like a curl. It was it looked like live. It looked two or three yards short. He got stopped. Um, I think it was by Minka Fitzpatrick, and the the officials gave him a very generous spot and and the clock was running. Mm-hmm. So they just immediately gave him the first down. They set the ball, and and Mike Tomlin was losing his mind on the sideline, and he was like, "There's no way that was the first down." And but you could hear—I forget who was on the broadcast team—was saying, "I think it was Tony Romo." Was, actually. Yeah, I was going to say it was, was like, Romo. He's not get, they're not getting this ball off. This is going to get reviewed, and then it did. And then like watching the review, I'm like, "In what Martian world are you living on? Did you Mars? Even, did you even think live that that was a first down? He was like four yards short." I like how you describe the world perfectly. <laughs> what kind of Martian world are you living in? Mars would be the answer. Uh, yeah, the Steelers looked terrible in this game and still won. Yeah. Big Ben did absolutely nothing. Najee Harris did nothing. 12 rushes for 18 yards. Najee Harris is doing nothing running the ball for yeah, the Steelers. I don't know what's going on there. It's got to be the O-line. Yeah. I mean, the O-line is pretty bad. The Steelers, I feel like, are pretty banged up. Nobody more banged up than the Ravens right now, though. I mean, yeah, they, they they lost all their defensive backs. No Lamar Jackson. We'll get to that game. But before it, we do... That would have been a good segue if only I, we were doing the Ravens game next. I know, right? Before we get, get to those games, though, we should throw it over to Goss. Hey, buddy. Godzilla Media Gift Store now open. If you love Trav and Rigney, head over to GodzillaMedia.com. Click on Merch now until the end of the year. Godzilla ship free. Godzilla ship free. Your chance to get some free merch Hats, t-shirts, hoodies, more. Whatever you're looking for, check it out at Godzilla Media. I don't think there's actually hats, but you know what? Ask for a hat. So you want a Godzilla Media hat. Hats aren't there yet. Shirts, hoodies are. Also, let's tell you about our friends Mohawk Honda. LeVac and I from Godzilla Media will be broadcasting live from Mohawk Honda in Glenville. On Monday, December 20th, your chance to stop in and watch a live show and find out about how 2022 can be different for you as you're driving a new ride around the capital region. Don't forget to be a part of Mohawk Honda's 12 Days of Giving. Head over to their Facebook page now in this holiday season. Nominate a charity that you love to make sure Mohawk Honda can find them and potentially donate to them this holiday season. So 12 Days of Giving, thanks to Mohawk Honda, right there on Freeman's Branch Road in Glenville, New York, where they always go out of their way to please you. And our friends over at Johnstone Supply in Troy. Shout out to George and Tom and Kevin James helping you this holiday season making the changes that are needed for your home. Is your air filter updated? Is the air pure enough for the relatives, the family, the friends that are going to be hanging out at your place this holiday season? What about those nests? Have you updated those? Well, Johnstone Supply and Troy can help you do all that. Located on 6th Avenue, you can give them a call today, 518-272-5922. If you have something in your home that needs to be fixed or updated, what about those Goodman furnaces? A made in America, dependable, efficient, more. It's time for a change for your home. To find out more about it, call them today, 518-272-5922. You've already had the names to ask for. Shout out to our guys again, George, Tom, Kev, James. Get a hold of them, and they will help you this holiday season. Check them out on Facebook as well. It is John Stone Supply in Troy. Now back to our guys, Trav and Rigney. 
And we're back. We are back. Let's um let's get into the next game, bud. The next game would be the Cincinnati Bengals at the Denver Broncos. And one of our favorite players got hurt today, I think. If I remember correctly. Who's that? Teddy Two Gloves. Oh yeah, he did. That he was got, sad. He got carted off. It is I sad. Like that guy. Because for a concussion, I believe. People let me be clear. We don't just like Teddy Bridgewater because this is a guy who he has a cool name. Yeah, well, that and he. This is a guy who has a pretty wild career comeback story, right? He he had such a terrible knee injury that he was probably not going to play again. So the Vikings obviously had to move on. And you you didn't think Teddy Bridgewater was going to play again. Then he did come back, and he's had decent success in the two or three places he's been since Minnesota. True. And now here he is at Denver, where it's just like everybody. He's just sort of written off and. He's just very consistent. He's such a nice guy. He's just every time I see something bad happen to him, I just feel awful because I'm like, man, Teddy Two Gloves cannot catch a break anywhere. Yeah, it's pretty sad. The 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 New Orleans Saints could still have him right now. Yeah, because he when he came in for Drew Brees, he played really well. I'm pretty sure they went like five and one with him or something yeah. like that. I'm sure they're regretting that right now. But the Cincinnati Bengals did win this game. There wasn't a lot happened here. Uh, no, Jordan. it was another pretty boring. There were a yeah. lot of kind of boring games this this week, right? I mean, yeah. at least Sunday's games were pretty boring. Yeah, they, not... they used up all the excitement on that Thursday night game. <laughs> exactly. And uh, the I was going to say the Saturday night game too, but even that one had boring parts. The the Bengals, there was just not a lot happening, period, on either side of the ball here because Jamar Chase had one catch for eight yards or one catch for three yards. One catch for three. <laughs> that He's supposed to be like this this up-and-coming stud wide receiver, and they just cannot get him the ball. This is not a new thing. This has been happening for like the last six weeks. And the stat line doesn't look that way because he's had touchdowns, right? Mm-hmm. But there are games where he ha- he only has two catches, and sometimes one of those catches is a touchdown. So it's like, ooh, Jamar Chase had another touchdown today. The dude is only getting targeted like four times a game. <laughs> so it's like I don't, I'm not really sure what's going on with Jamar Chase. And for those of you who took that point eight on the chin this week in the fantasy playoffs, yeah, hopefully you made it through. Yeah, maybe, hopefully you 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 powered through that one. Um, he's another one that would be. It almost seems like it would be an extreme reaction to be like, I might have to consider not playing him next week, right? Because like he almost and the reason I say that is because he did this same thing last week. He just happened to get a touchdown at the last minute of the game last week that saved it. Because this was the same scenario last week. He didn't get any catches in the first half. He didn't even really get any catches until the fourth quarter, and one of them was a touchdown. So, like, saved his day kind of thing. True, but you have to play him next week. I'm I'm telling you right now, if you have Jamar Chase and you're in the playoffs, you play him 100% next week. Because they're playing... They're playing the Ravens, yeah. and they let up long balls like crazy. Yeah, they have, their secondary is gone. They might as well not even start one. Yeah, no, he... And the Ravens play... Or the, the Bengals played the Ravens pretty well the first time, so... You you have to even if you even if you weren't you have to continue to start Jamar even, Chase yeah even if they were playing like a really good defense like the Bucks or whatever yeah. like you're still playing him because he has, he's a stud you have to play your stud thirty point potential is it's it's too great to not to let sit on the bench because if he does it you're going to be so mad at yourself one hundred percent the uh, Atlanta Falcons went to San Francisco to play the football Forty ers and they lost they did lose um do we think and I think actually, I feel like I asked you this already. This is it for Matt Ryan on the Falcons. I mean, I'm trying to, th- I'm trying to. Th- where would they be picking? Are they in the top ten? No, they were just six and seven. Oh yeah, I forget how many games they've won. Yeah, it's crazy actually. 
So they're going to, I don't know. I mean, maybe. It, I, that's not really an answer. I hate that I can't really give you an answer. Yeah, no, it's but, fine. Um, should they be done? Honestly, people were saying that they should have drafted like Justin Fields last year. Yeah. Oh, jeez. So, it would have been the second coming of Mike Vick, too. That would have been... The Falcons <laughs> fans would have ate that up. Uh, my, Matt Ryan... I don't know. Sometimes I feel like he, he shows the flashes of the old the MVP Matt Ryan. Yeah. But then sometimes I'm just like, dude, what are you doing out there? I don't, He's still... I, can't, I don't know. It's it's tough when... It's tough when like you see like the cast that sh- should be there. Was Calvin Ridley not yeah. there? Right? And like, I don't know. He's still getting some things done, but... It's obviously not all on him no, while the Falcons not. are bad. But, I, he, you know, he's getting to that age, too, where it's like, okay, uh, we're definitely, we definitely missed our, our Super Bowl window. You know, I mean, that thing's gone. They, I mean, they they briefly stepped into it and then were promptly thrown out of it. So Yeah, I'm sure Falcons fans, <laughs> if any are listening, don't want to hear anything about that. No, you just skip it. Skip right, skip right to minute 28, 30 seconds. Yeah, let's talk about uh, Jeff Jeff Wilson. <laughs> Do you, I feel like you missed my joke. No, I got you. Okay, but I didn't want to offend. Guys, tw- twenty eight minutes thirty seconds in the show is twenty eight to three. That's what the, that's the lead that the Falcons <laughs> blew in the Super Bowl. Sorry. All right, Jeff Wilson, dude, twenty one rushes, one hundred and ten yards, and a touchdown. Yeah, I can't believe he got that many carries. He was the best running back on the team today. Yeah, weird. When it's normally Debo. I was going to say weird because usually it's a wide receiver. The one time I picked the over on rushing for him. On who, Debo? Yep. Oh, jeez. Got the under. Six for 29 and a touchdown for him. Kyle Juszczyk had a rushing touchdown. That kind of pisses me off. I didn't even know that. Whoops. Don't give it to the fullback. <laughs> I would rather Debo scored it. Really? Juszczyk. It's fine, man. I don't know. I can't complain. I, I had to start Jeff Wilson in Mitchell's place, and he had a decent game, so... Yeah, no, no complaints for me. He played really well. Hasty got the uh, he got the uh, the Bill Belichick treatment, we'll call it, or the Bruce Arians treatment. Did he, did he fumble? He fumbled and didn't touch the field. Yikes! <laughs> one rush for thirteen yards, though. Too bad it ended poorly. Yeah, he ended with point one points, I think. Yikes! Because I th- I think he did come back on the field for something, but I was say he had a, he had another reception for three yards, but uh, it was know. very minimal because he had negative points for most of this game. So that's how I know that. He fumbled and then didn't touch the field for a really long time. Yeah, it makes sense. Uh, uh, Kittle was a man amongst boys. boys. I almost said a man amongst men. Man amongst men. Which would just make him normal. <laughs> uh, six receptions for 93 yards. He's been on fire lately. Yeah. Uh, it's because they're they're not throwing to Debo as much because they get to give the ball to him out of the backfield. That's crazy. So he has, he has to throw to Kittle. And Patterson's cooled off a little bit for the Falcons. Only 11 rushes for 18 yards. I think he got hurt, though. Did he? I think so. Oh, I didn't see that. Uh, they ran the crap out of the ball on the first drive. Mm-hmm. Um, he took a pretty big hit trying to get into the end zone on that first drive. And then you didn't... You saw, I think you saw him briefly in the next drive, and you didn't see him a lot for the rest of the game. So I think he was shaken up. I don't know if it's anything serious, but I think he got shaken up a little. Still not very efficient. No, not really. All right, let's hit this last game. The Green Bay Packers... At the Baltimore Ravens, and this was a good one. There we go. An exciting game. Yeah, finally. It only took till the, this game. It's crazy. So, um, the Ravens scored a touchdown at the very end of the game with 40 seconds left. Tyler Huntley, yep. because obviously Lamar was out, he, uh, he ran in a touchdown. And then they went for two for the win. Yeah. 
Why didn't they kick it? Go to overtime. Did they uh, feel like they were pushing their luck? I, you know, I don't know. I tried to, I tried to rationalize it to myself, like, like Harbaugh. Maybe they just felt like you know they were on fire, and Harbaugh was like, "No, we're gonna get this two point right now. We're gonna win the game right now." And I play. The players probably love that. The yeah, owner right, that probably hated that. <laughs> the like, GM and everybody else. What here. are you doing, clown? Take. The, I mean. I understand it. Like you're using your backup quarterback, you don't want to go into overtime with Aaron Rodgers. I understand. He had quite the game, though. Yeah, he did. Huntley, he went 28 for 40, 215 yards, two touchdowns, zero picks, 13 rushes, 73 yards, and two touchdowns running. I was gonna say my hot take here for the show is that Lamar Jackson appears at least slightly to be a product of that offense because Huntley came in and did exactly what Lamar would have done. Minus the interceptions. Minus the interceptions. Just, just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. Uh, what I mean is... I'm not I, trying to get uh, people upset with me. The reason I, I say this, right, is because it's not like it's not like the Packers had to prepare for an entirely different skill set in a quarterback. Huntley is very similar skill set to Lamar. And he came in, and when Lamar does really well, that is the stat line that he will have. It's mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah, so the true. idea that a quarterback came in who, let's be real, you nobody really knew or cared about, and does the same exact thing, and he was, he played really well last week when he came in for Lamar. So he certainly had he certainly had favorite targets. My guy threw the ball forty <laughs> times, and half of those times, so twenty total, were caught by two people. Yeah, Mark Andrews, and who was the other one? Brown, Ho- Hollywood Brown. Hollywood Brown had f- ten receptions for forty three yards. Yeah, I saw that stat, and I'm like, that's the most. That looks like all screens. It looks like they just threw 10 screens to Hollywood Brown. Uh, Mark Andrews, on the other hand, 10 receptions, 136 yards, and two touchdowns. He's becoming a top three tight end. He's now up there with Kelsey and Kittle. Yeah. I I mean, if you... And not to dip back into fantasy, because I know that everybody listening cares about fantasy, but this is one of those days where like you you prayed that somebody in your team was going to score 30 plus points to really get you out to a nice lead and today your prayers were answered with Mark Andrews because that man was or he had been right because he had a good game last week too yeah but you for sure didn't expect it with Lamar being out no no I, I mean, maybe it's this the the offensive the play calling it just favors the tight end a lot I mean I don't I just yeah, don't know don't how know. The, these are while these quarterbacks have very similar skill sets. They're not the same person, so it's like the idea that that the tight end would be the favorite target for both guys tells me, at the very least, the offense is pretty uh, hinged on the tight end, or at least his routes. And the mobile quarterback. Yeah. I mean, the the Ravens' offense is good. I, I mean, really, that's if you've learned anything, if we haven't... Nope. If we have learned anything, <laughs> it's the Ravens' offense is good, man. Yeah. Because their offensive line is decimated. Their defense is not very good right now with every secondary piece missing. And they still put up points. It's just like Harbaugh is a good coach, too. That's the other thing. I think he's a very good coach. I think he often gets left out of that. Uh, just that. Like, because everybody always talks about Bill Belichick being up there and, like, uh, Mike Tomlin being up there and Andy Reid and. He definitely belongs up there for me. Yeah. Uh, Sean Payton often gets talked about as like the smartest coach in the league and Yeah. I think Harbaugh is better than Payton. Yeah, I think I don't he even might think be, that's dude. that that far of a stretch at all. No, I, I I you would definitely I think Harbaugh consistently gets more done with less. Yeah, agreed. 
Um, I keep trying to remember the gentleman's name, and I forget it all the time. It's James Urban is the Baltimore Ravens quarterback coach. Oh, yeah, the one who worked with uh, Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. This is a guy who worked with Jim Harbaugh in San Fran with mm-hmm. Colin Kaepernick. Helped, he does really well with the scrambling quarterbacks, that skill set. And it shows you that this man is he is very good at his job and that he continued. Because he, he even got a lot out of RG3 when RG3 would come in. Mm-hmm. So this this gentleman, I wouldn't be surprised if you see him in an offensive coordinator position soon. Like, yeah. don't be surprised to see him in Chicago next year. He deserves that for sure. Uh that, however, so that's that's the end of the that's the end of the games for us. Mm-hmm. The, we Pac- do have, the Packers won, by the way. Sorry, yeah, yeah. But. Packers won thirty-one to thirty. Uh, we do have we're watching the the Bucks Saints game right now, which is an absolute disappointment. Oh, honestly, yeah. uh, Brady can't do anything against the Saints. The Saints, for some reason, have just been Tampa Bay's kryptonite. Like they beat them twice during the regular season last year. This is they're going to sweep them again this year. Yeah. Yeah. So as for as much crap as I guess I just talked about Sean Payton, he he, he figured Brady out. <laughs> he's got the he's got him on a he's got him on lock at the very least. I was gonna say that same thing. I forgot actually to mention this. Um, Frank Wright kind of has Bill Belichick's number because he? He, oh right yeah because from the Super Bowl right that we the Eagles were not supposed to win. Mm-hmm. He just seems to game plan for Bill Belichick defenses really well. Not to go all the way back to our Saturday night game, but uh, that's the thing I noticed too. Is it just seems like. It's not an out coaching thing. Bill Belichick coaches. Bill Belichick is the best coach of all time, but it's a matchup thing. And Frank Reich just knows how to play them when it comes to his defenses. Yeah, there's, there's, there are for sure coaches that just match up better against other coaches. But we will, um, we will recap the Monday night game, the Sunday night game. Yeah. There's two Monday night games. There's two, yeah, finally. and there's two Tuesday night games. Yeah. So we're we have five more <laughs> games to talk about. And we'll talk about those on Wednesday's show. Yep. So if, if it seems like this show is shorter, it's because NFL moves. It's actually not shorter. We have a minute left. Oh, dang. Yeah. We talked a lot. No, you talked a lot. I Come just on. sat here nodding my head. <sighs> Fine. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So you guys can listen to us again on Wednesday if you'd like. And then uh, we'll have our Christmas episode on Friday. Christmas episode. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> no, I'm really excited for it, actually. Yeah, it's going to be fun. But we will see you guys later. See ya.